This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard. And I'm thrilled to be here with you, everyone listening all over North America. People listening on the free Odyssey app. People tuned in on their local CBS Sports Radio affiliates. Everybody listening on a smart speaker. People on Sirius XM Channel 158. I appreciate you. Thanks for hanging out here with us tonight. It's been a busy night. We've done a lot of talking about people who are on the up and up. And then you got people who are on the down. NFL trade deadline. Some teams are good. Some teams are bad. We got the Brooklyn Nets. I guess they thought that they would go up by getting rid of Steve Nash. It's only one game, but they lose to the Bulls tonight. Ime Udoka expected to take over as head coach for the Brooklyn Nets. We'll talk about that momentarily. The World Series. How about this? The Phillies. They hit five home runs tonight. They eviscerate the Houston Astros, the final score, 7 to nothing. Bryce Harper got things going in the first, a two-run bomb. This is what that sounded like, courtesy of the Phillies radio network. The pitch swung on, hit the right field, and the Phillies (laughs) are going to lead it. Yeah, they are. Bryce Harper has put the Phillies on top with a two-run home run over the out-of-town scoreboard. Simply amazing. Harper here at home has homered on back-to-back swings. Bryce Harper right now playing out of his mind. They have a chance on Wednesday night to go up 3-1 in the World Series against these Astros. And we know Bryce Harper, he has a lot to prove. The Nationals win the World Series when he leaves, and he's trying to pick one up himself right now, playing out of his mind. Uh, He talked after the game to Fox Sports. And he said, this is what makes Philly so special. It's our fan base. I mean, plain and simple. I mean, they keep us going, keep us fired up. Um, you know, when we were able to come out on the field today, they were all here ready to go, and they believe in us, and we believe in them. So it's been, it's been great. Bryce, 20 batters came to the plate against Lance McCullers Jr. Five hit home runs. Did this team, as a group, see something in Lance McCullers to take advantage of his pitches? I thought we had a great approach. Approach, You know, we talked about it before the game, just trying to get on him early, trying to get on him often, and you know, he's really good. He's a really good postseason pitcher as well, and that's a really good team over there. So we had to jump on him early, and, you know, we got, we got to keep it going the next two days and, and do our job and hopefully end it here at home. Listen, 
Lance McCullers. This man gave up five home runs. He got smacked. He got beat up. I know I said Steve Nash is probably somewhere having a drink right now, and he should. Lance McCullers is probably having one himself. He talked after that beat down, and he says, yeah, I got I got beat down. I got beat up. I got beat sideways. This is what he said. And I got beat, man. You know, they uh, they hit a lot of a lot of solid pitches, I thought. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, we got beat pretty bad, and I got beat up pretty bad. So obviously wanted to pitch well and, and pitch much better than, than I did, but at the end of the day, you know, all I can do at this point is is get ready to go for a potential game seven. Nothing expected from these Phillies. Nothing. They were down in the dumps. They got rid of Joe Girardi, who seemingly just drives everybody nuts. Rob Thompson, former bench coach with him and with the Yankees as well, uh, he gets the job. He now also has an extension. And, yes, the series is not done. They can go up 3-1 tomorrow, but there's still a, a chance that Houston comes back and they tie things up. But the fans in Philadelphia have been going nuts, and they will be ready. They hope that they go up 3-1 tomorrow. New manager, newly extended manager, Rob Thompson. This is what he had to say about the Philly fans. What did you think of the atmosphere tonight from the fans? Um, They're like the Eagles. They get better every game. (laughs) It was really something. Yeah, it was really good. Well, that's some nice – hey, Shep, that's some nice pandering, right? Yes. You might as well. Go ahead and pander. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Congratulations. Uh, somebody's going to win the World Series. And, yes, things have been pushed back a day due to the rain yesterday in Philadelphia. But the Phillies win tonight 7 to nothing, hitting five home runs. They're currently in the lead to win the World Series. Let's see if they can hold on and do it a team that had high expectations to also win a championship is the Brooklyn Nets. And they look like a dumpster fire on the corner of a Flatbush and Atlantic. And that's, that's the intersection. That is the street where the Barclays center lays. That's the home of the Brooklyn Nets. And so we know they got rid of Steve Nash. He's gone. We know that the coaches is the one, or typically they're the ones who go first. And this has just been a sad, sad story and situation in Brooklyn. This was supposed to be an easy job for Steve Nash. Coming on two years ago to coach Kyrie Irving and and Kevin Durant, and it ain't work out that way. Kyrie Irving with his many issues, Durant with his injuries, Kyrie with his injury in the playoffs, Durant foot on a three-point line, keeping them out of potentially the, the East Finals, maybe the NBA Finals. Kyrie not wanting to get the shot, Kyrie going on vacation, Harden being traded, and then him quitting because of Kyrie, and Ben Simmons comes in, he's hurt. This is why, and I can go on and on. It doesn't even get into last weekend, which I'm sure was the last straw. I'm sure the last thing Steve Nash wanted to do as head coach of the Brooklyn Nets was talk about Kyrie Irving and, and his social media comments. Good for him. I hope he's having a drink somewhere right now. Sean Marks, general manager of the Brooklyn Nets. This is what he had to say about firing Steve Nash, if you want to call it a firing, and what he's looking for in a new head coach. 
I don't know that it fixes everything. You know, I, I have no idea. I mean, I think what you're looking for is um, is a leader. We're looking for for that for our group. We're looking for somebody to have poise, charisma, um, accountability. We're not playing um, up to our expectations or where we should be. So you hope this um, this new coach can come in here and, and put this group uh, in the best possible place to succeed. Did he just describe Ime Udoka? He also said that we haven't finalized a, a coach, that we're, we're still looking. It's been reported that it will be Ime Udoka, that they're finalizing his deal, and that the Boston Celtics are basically going to say, all right, bye. We had you up in the cobwebs anyway. Go do what you want. Yeah, this is the same Ime Udoka who earlier on in the offseason – we found out that he was suspended for having an inappropriate relationship with a subordinate. And so I guess going to a new team, he doesn't have the same type of people to sleep around with. I guess he has a new field. And I got to be honest, doesn't bother me. He's He's been punished. He's been suspended. He's been put on the, the bench. And it's not a surprise. He was on the bench with Steve Nash as an assistant with the Brooklyn Nets. He's familiar with these guys. He was also on the bench in Philadelphia when Ben Simmons was there. And sure, when Ime Udoka played for the Spurs, he didn't get a lot of burn, he didn't get a lot of playing time, but he was also there at the same time as Sean Marks, when Sean Marks also played. And so there are a lot of relationships that currently exist already with Udoka. This is just a hell of a way to go from one situation where he looks banished into basketball purgatory, and now he has a chance to to coach the Brooklyn Nets? Is it going to make a difference? I think it would on basketball terms. I think it would. I think he's going to be a pain in the ass as a coach. I think he's going to demand that his guys play defense. But we know the Brooklyn Nets, a lot of their issues don't just take place on the basketball court. We can look at their lack of defense. We can look at trying to fit Ben Simmons into the fold, who, by the way, did not play in their loss tonight against the Chicago Bulls because of his sore knee. I guess everything will be sore for the next million years. His head, his brain, uh, his back, his knees. When is Ben Simmons going to play ball? Is Kyrie Irving going to stay healthy? Kevin Durant is – so th- there, are, there are enough questions when you think about the Brooklyn Nets. I have no issue with them bringing in Ime Udoka. He's been dragged through the mud. I think after a while, people will forget about it unless he sucks. And I think the Brooklyn Nets, what's more likely to happen? Them go on a championship run or them have another disaster coming up? And so bringing in Ime Udoka is kind of a last-ditch effort to try to maximize the talent and the opportunity that the Nets have. Kyrie Irving is a talented basketball player. He's a pain in the ass. He comes with tons of baggage. But when he plays, except for tonight where he stunk, we know he's good. Kevin Durant is automatic. You don't know what you have in Ben Simmons. You want to continue to develop that. Who the hell else would the Brooklyn Nets be able to bring on? This might be kind of the end of the rope. Steve Nash is gone. Udoka is likely to come in. What happens next? Does the ship get righted? 
Or does Durant eventually say, please, try again, get me out of here? Does Kyrie Irving open up his phone again and just tweet God knows what? Or does he decide to just willingly go on vacation? And Ben Simmons, that man is nothing but a question mark in and of himself. I like this move for the Brooklyn Nets to bring in Udoka. Is it going to make a difference? I'm not sure. The question marks still exist for reasons that have nothing, nothing to do with basketball. How about this reason? This is what the team thought of itself. This is probably what they still think. Maybe not. This was two years ago when Steve Nash was hired with Kyrie and Durant on the Etcetera podcast. We don't need somebody to come in and put their coaching philosophy on everything that we're doing and change up the wheel and, yo, you guys need to start doing this. And we start running on the first day of practice. It's just like, no, <laughs> I don't really see us having a head coach. You know what I mean? Like, I, KD could be a head coach. I could be a head coach. Jacques Vaughn could do it one day. It, could, it, could be, it can be – it's a collaborative effort, I think, on our part. Now, they tried to clean that up almost days after that aired two years ago. I'm sure that their position changed, right? Right. It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Phone lines are open. That's 855 212 4CBS. That's 855 212 4CBS. It's not official yet, but Ime Udoka is expected to be the new head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. Is this a good move? Is this going to move the Brooklyn Nets in a positive direction now that Steve Nash? Is gone. I'm going to take your calls on the other side. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. I don't know that it fixes everything. You know, I, I have no idea. I'm- You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Best sports show in the country, my friend JR. Always a pleasure to talk to you, brother. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. That's right, it's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. 855 212 4CBS. We know Steve Nash is no longer the head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. Didn't make too much of a difference tonight as they lose to the Chicago Bulls as Jock Vaughn former point guard in the NBA. He holds down the fort. Zach Levine went out there and dropped like 20 points in the fourth quarter, and defense is still an issue. It's been reported that Ime Udoka of the Boston Celtics still, even though he's suspended, that he's going to be the next head coach as soon as uh, maybe maybe Wednesday announcement might come that he takes over for the Brooklyn Nets. And there's a relationship there. He was on the staff of Steve Nash. There was a point in time where he was also on the Sixers staff when Ben Simmons was there. He was a former player for the San Antonio Spurs when Sean Marks, the current GM of the, the Nets, was also on the Spurs. And so it makes sense. I think this is the best move for the Brooklyn Nets if they are going to move forward. It's a last-ditch effort. I think he can get something out of the Brooklyn Nets based on what we saw with the Celtics. I just think the Nets are still too much of a head case. We don't need somebody to come in and put their coaching philosophy on everything that we're doing. Yeah, two years ago. And if you're Kyrie Irving, do you, does it sound like any of his positions have changed? 
I think they got too much going on outside of basketball. If you ask me, hey, Brooklyn Nets championship or Brooklyn Nets meltdown with Ime Udoka, I think they'll improve, but I think ultimately a meltdown is still coming. What say you? 855-212-4CBS. Robert is here from Charlotte. Go ahead, Robert. You're on the JR Sport Reef Show. What's going on, JR? What's up? Well, you know, it's uh, they need to be coached. I mean, clearly they need somebody to, to rein them in because right now it's just uh, it's a dumpster fire. And, uh, you know, I, I thought it was funny when they said that um, they were going to hire him and they said, well, um, the, the Nets have done their due diligence. I mean, is there any more diligence to be done on this guy? I mean, really? Obviously he can coach. I mean, his personal life is a dumpster fire, but he can coach. And I'm sure they're hoping that he can come in and do the same thing for them as he did for Tatum or Brown, which I think they can. I mean, the the Nets is just a rudderless ship, don't you think? Well, yeah, I just told you. I'm waiting for the next disaster to take place. And and if we're we're honest, there are a lot of people whose personal lives are dumpster fires. There are a lot of people who don't let their personal lives have an effect on what they do professionally. Tom Brady, obviously, right now in the spotlight – having to deal with his own divorce and announcing it and playing for a team that's not good right now at this moment. Ime Udoka coming on to join the Brooklyn Nets. I don't I don't think anybody's going to care. I saw a tweet. I actually saw a message. It was a joke, but it pretty much stated, hey, Brooklyn Nets executives are just like, hey, he didn't sleep with my wife. That's the approach. What happened in Boston happened in Boston. And they would hope that he doesn't bring it to Brooklyn. 855-212-4CBS. Dave is calling from Georgia. How hey, you Dave, doing? I'm good, Dave. You're live. The, um, I, think you don't, I think you've got it right, and Adoka is probably the best hire. I've got two problems, though, with the hire. Number one, um, the general manager stating that he doesn't have a clue on whether this is going to solve the problem or not. The guy get paid millions of dollars to put this team together and to have a proper person coach it, and he doesn't have an idea that this is going to fix anything. That's yep. number one. Yeah, we mentioned and that number, earlier on the show. What else? And number two, we seem to be giving Udoka a little bit of a pass where all these guys in the NFL that uh, do certain things and stuff, I think Udoka should sit out a year. I think the league should step in and stop this. Well, I, I think that's that's been put to bed or been put to rest already. I mean, this is this is now months in the process. The, the Boston Celtics have told him, hey, take a hike. They've put him in cobwebs. It, it hasn't been fully announced what his financial punishment is. I think it's been reported that it's been sliced in half, if not less than that. And he's he, he's gone. And so if the league hasn't stepped in as to to now, there certainly isn't going to be anything that takes place. It just seems in modern sports that people, people, when somebody does make a mistake like this, and I don't know the circumstances, nobody knows the complete circumstances of the situation. And, uh, but, you know, obviously he broke the rules of the organization and he was the person that was, elevated versus an employee okay so in modern business there's a lot there's a lot of punishment and things like this he did he did lose his job he did have some financial 
thing, but usually the leagues step in in this stuff. They get involved. There's not – I don't think there's a, a, a precedent for, you know, the league stepping in on a situation like this. I think we also have to keep in mind that the NBA is not just a quote-unquote regular business. It's an entertainment property. The NBA, as of right now, hasn't stepped in on anything going on with, with, with Kyrie Irving. And you you might think that they have reason to. I believe they do. Charles Barkley, he actually mentioned that. Uh, earlier today on the NBA on TNT, and thinking about Kyrie Irving, uh, he said that Adam Silver should have given him the boot. Listen to this. I think the NBA dropped the ball. In what way? Uh, I think he should have been suspended. Uh, I think Adam should have suspended him. First of all, Adam's Jewish. You can't take my $40 million and insult my religion. You're going to insult me. You have the right, but I have the right to say no. You're not going to take my $40 million and insult my religion. And Charles Barkley didn't stop there. He had more comments. Listen to this. I think the NBA, they made a mistake. We have suspended people and fined people who have made homophobic slurs. Uh, and that, that was the right thing to do. I think if you insult the, uh, the black community, you should be suspended or fined heavily, depending. I saw they did the same thing to the kid in Minnesota this year when he made the gay slur. I think you should get suspended or fine. When you're somebody as great as basketball like him, people going to listen to you what you say. It's like, and then you and there's some fringe people out there. But like I say, I, I blame the NBA. He should have been suspended. Yeah, he was referring to the, the Minnesota kid. That was Anthony Edwards. And yeah, it, it, it should be real simple. Don't offend anybody. And, and naturally, people will be offended. Just don't say hateful things. You know, someone called up and said that Kyrie Irving is, is, is articulate and he's smart, he is, but he doesn't know how to properly express himself. If he wants to be a fire starter, if he wants to push buttons, uh, he can certainly do that. But to actually have constructive conversation about anything, he hasn't proven to be able to do so. 855-212-4CBS. Josh is calling from Atlanta. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, JR. Uh, big fan. Listen, every night I drive a truck. Um, I just wanted to comment on the Kyrie Irving um, topic. I I don't feel he should be suspended, and I really don't feel like he did anything wrong because um, the the film he had, I guess people say promoted, doesn't really dash or talk down on any Jewish people. It's more so enlightening people on their history. Um, of African-Americans and basically their culture and stuff like that. Well, this is, this is the thing. When it comes to, to most, most uh, aspects of religion, a lot of it is up for individual interpretation. And so you might have one opinion about what Kyrie Irving shared. Someone might have another opinion. And there are a lot of people who find what he shared to be ultimately offensive. And who is one person to tell someone else, you know, what is or is not offensive? And so when I talk about Kyrie Irving being able to share his opinions and his thoughts, hey, it's America. He's well within his right. We got a lot of people who who do share uh, thoughts and opinions, and they do it with the intention to, to hurt others. Do I think that that was Kyrie's intention? No, no, I do not. Uh, do I think he cares? Obviously not, because his response pretty much shows you as much. And so I think 
it, it's it's a very simple concept. Not that difficult. Like be cogniz be cognizant of what you do, what you say, what you share. And in his case, he knows he has a platform. He's just constantly contradicting himself. And so bringing in Ime Udoka, who's coming off of his own problems, now here having, you know, Kyrie Irving, who has his own issues and problems. You have Kevin Durant, who basically wanted out of the entire situation a few months ago, just like James Harden. What the hell is this? This is like walking into somebody's house and then looking at a, I don't know, looking at a vase or a vase, however the hell you want to pronounce it, and saying, oh, that sucker been dropped on the floor a lot. They done, they done taped it up. They done patched it up. They done put it together. How many times did that fall? A lot. The Brooklyn Nets are just a just a, a broken shell. And they're trying to stitch it together. Now they're expecting, you know, Ime Udoka to come in and fix it. Maybe. Maybe it'll look good for a little while. Maybe they turn things around. Maybe he gets the most out of Ben Simmons. You know, I don't have the same optimism for the Brooklyn Nets that I had just, just a couple of years ago. For a variety of reasons. Everything that, that we've gone through. Kevin Durant is just even maddening, even himself. You know, he spoke tonight after the loss. He addressed the Steve Nash situation. He didn't want to address his trade request from months ago. But tonight, he actually sat in front of the media and said, I enjoy playing for Steve. I like working with Steve. I like working with the coaching staff. It was a roller coaster the last few years, but, you know, the core of it, basketball, is something that we all love to do, you know. So regardless of who the coach, regardless of, you know, the circumstances, still got to come to work. So I enjoy coming to work with Steve. Oh, my goodness. What is he doing? Shep, do you know what he's doing? Taylor, my question, first of all, the answer is no. Nobody okay. knows what Kevin Durant's doing, although, uh, to be honest with you, uh, you know, I, I, the, the even more mystery box is Kyrie Irving, and then even more than him, it's Ben Simmons in terms of staying healthy or unhealthy on the court. But, JR, my question for you is this. You and I both very well know there is no way the Nets make this move without the unequivocal, 100% on-board co-signing of Kevin Durant. Is that, is that fair? Yeah, I think I think so. And I don't I don't think there's a reason for Kevin Durant to go, oh man, I don't I don't want him here. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yes. Okay, so 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 Kevin Durant is, is partially responsible. If if nothing else, what he triggered and what he uh I, I would say got the ball rolling in terms of his dismay, his dissatisfaction this summer when it came to Marks and specifically Steve Nash, even though uh, that was his boy two years ago, despite what we heard on this podcast. Uh, do you believe behind closed doors? This was Kevin Durant and Rich Kleinman saying, look, we, we said what we said this summer. We, we took it back, but this is what you we're getting. Because the, the timing of this, JR, what I don't understand about this, if you look at an effort standpoint, you look at defensively what the Nets did against the Pacers, it was their most complete game of the season, and then you decide to fire Steve Nash. Like, this wasn't – like, they had the losing streak. We know that. But the win they had against the Pacers, to me, was their most complete game, considering defensively, Ben Simmons is still their best defensive player. They didn't have him on the floor when they beat the Pacers. So why right now? I think it's I think it's a culmination of, I need to get the hell out of here with Steve Nash. I don't think it has so much to do with one individual game. It's been a culmination of everything that's taken place over the past year, year plus. So why come back then, JR? 
Why come back for this season? Well, I think it's 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 real simple. After seven games that Steve Nash coached, where he went two and five, to see what took place with Ben Simmons, to expect that Kyrie Irving, who is just just all over the place in his own regard, would come out and this is it. This is this is a simple answer. Did Steve Nash go into this season thinking that he would have to address questions about Kyrie Irving and and being uh I'm not calling him an anti-Semite because I don't think he is. I think he's stupid. But do you think Steve Nash woke up and goes, man, this is what I want to do? Like, these are are things that are unimaginable. Like, putting Ben Simmons in a space where can he succeed? Can we grow with him? Okay, yeah, fine. Am I going to get over the hump with Durant? Okay, yeah, yeah, sure, fine. Is Kyrie Irving going to be available to play? Is he going to say something nuts? Is he going to show up? Is he want to go on, go on a vacation? Yeah, sure, fine. But Steve Nash, if you listen to him over the weekend answer some of these questions, he's like, upstairs. I don't got nothing to do with it. Upstairs. I think that was the straw. And we, we, we can just tick boxes about all the terrible things that have happened. And I think that's why. I don't think it has anything to do with wins currently or losses or one performance this was just a culmination, and Steve Nash didn't deserve this, and I do believe to a certain degree it was a mutual, all right, it's time to bounce, and now he's gone. And now let's see what happens with uh, Ime Udoka, and let's see if they go ahead and announce that over the next 24 hours. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. You know, speaking of, you know, being careful and cognizant about what you say and what you do and how you treat people. Tuesday, I was at the University of Maryland, Baltimore campus. I had an excellent chance and opportunity to, to learn more about inclusive health and sports and how to not be a jackass. It's very, very simple. I want to share that conversation with you and, and some of the students and and an amazing athlete. We got a lot to do on the other side of the break. The phone lines are open as well. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. But I'm going to get off the radio. I just want to let you know I commend you for what you're doing, JR. That's, that's great what you're up there doing, the speaking engagements and, and talking to these college students and stuff. We need more of that. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. Yeah, we need a lot of that. We need people to, to actually act. We, we need a lot. Thank you, though. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Tuesday, a full day. I was in Baltimore, Maryland. The media for the movement tour continues on. Everything that I've been able to do and and try to raise awareness uh, with Special Olympics. A very simple message of inclusivity. I'm a sports broadcaster. I talk about sports. The fact is we can use sports for so many amazing and positive things. You know, last break... We talked about Kyrie Irving. We talked about Ime Udoka. And sure, people are human beings. People come with different perspectives, different opinions. But at its simplest form, 
Just treat people how you want to be treated, right? And so I've been going all over the country. This dates back to last year. And right now, again, today, University of Maryland in Baltimore, School of Dentistry, as we talked about inclusive sports, we talked about inclusive health, and I had an amazing opportunity to meet some great students, a great athlete being my main man, my new friend, Adam Hayes, and some some great instructors, Cheryl Sims, Sidney Chavis, Tamarin Ward, student. And they they basically talked about, even in the world of health, which is directly tied into sports, is that people don't always get an equal shot, an equal opportunity, even for something as simple as, as dentistry. You know, that, that an experience for someone who, who might have an intellectual disability or have a different ability, that their experience just going to the doctor might not be the same. And so I asked Cheryl Sim, who's the associate uh, professor for the School of Dentistry. She also is the clinical director for Special Smiles. This is a program that helps out Special Olympics athletes get the dentistry care and information and free screenings that they need. You know, I asked her what she gets out of Special Olympics with her involvement. I feel like I do get a lot back in terms of my involvement. It's not just um, volunteering, but it's as much as I love um, teaching. It's I feel the athletes teach me and I learn and it helps me in my everyday practice in dentistry and dental hygiene. Yeah, it's it's not just charity, not just showing up doing for something or doing something for someone else. You get something in return, a lot of it in return. Tamarin Ward, he's a dental hygiene student working on his master's and his bachelor's. That's, that's big time. Hey, Shep, how, how fast do you think it'll take me to get a master's and a bachelor's? Can I get one of those in dentistry in like a day? Not a day, but it wouldn't take you too long. Okay. I think I'll pass. I'll leave it to Tamarin. He's doing an amazing job. He had a presentation with my main man, Adam Hayes, today where they just talked about how you can be more inclusive and be more thoughtful as you move forward with just health care. And I asked him specifically, you know, why are you involved in this and, and your work as a future uh, dental hygienist? Why is this important to you? This is what Tamarin told me. I wanted my capstone project to be based around special needs. I have an older brother with autism, and um, I've always wanted to be, uh, become more involved with uh, you know patients with special needs. And Miss Simmet offered me this uh, this opportunity to work with uh, Adam and Kayla and people at Special Smiles to develop this presentation uh, to improve to improve interactions with people with IDD. Let me tell you something: the presentation that he did with Adam was crazy, and when I say crazy, I mean good. And I had a chance to talk to Adam. He makes, and we, Shep, we talked about this earlier on in the show. I feel like a, a couch potato talking to Adam. First of all, he does social media for Special Olympics in Maryland. So that's, that's one gig that he has. But then his athletic prowess, he was telling me that he's, he's, he's out here on his bike 20 Miles. I finished chatting with him. He's like, I'm going to ride my bike for 20 miles. I do this three, four times a week. Listen to what else Adam Hayes does. I compete in cycling, soccer, basketball, alpine skiing, swimming, and uh, tennis. He's, he's like, hey, yeah, JR, by the time we get to January, February, I'm going to be ready to be on the slopes. He showed me the photo. I'm like, wow. We talked about tennis. 
he swims. He does everything. Hell of an athlete. I shared this on social media. Feel free to look it up at JR Sport Brief. There's a, a great photo that, that Adam and I have. He also shared that he has had more than 30-plus major brain surgeries, and he's still able to go out and do this. What excuse does anybody have when Adam is out here just getting the job done? I asked him, what does Special Olympics mean to you and your life? Having uh, Special Olympics uh, in my life has uh, helped me become more uh, vocal and uh, and uh, seeing that there's so many others uh, that want to help me succeed uh, in life uh, n- uh, not just uh, through sport but through uh, all the different uh, activities that uh, I may uh, face obstacles in and they always uh, and thanks to Special Olympics I'm uh, constantly uh, you know, jumping over those barriers. Oh, man, he's not just jumping over the obstacles or the barriers. He is. He's knocking them over. He's moving them out the way. I mean, if you think about what Adam has done, he's they don't exist. Well, they do. But, man, he moves them out the way. I'm inspired by Adam and what he's doing and what he's done. That's a cool dude, man. I asked Sydney Chavis. She's the assistant professor at the School of Dentistry. She's the co-clinical director with Cheryl, who you heard from. And I, I think she, she put an excellent bow on the conversation that we had at the University of Maryland Baltimore campus today. I asked her about her experience with Special Olympics, and this was personal for her as well. I have a sister who has special needs, and growing up with her, she's the oldest of the four of us, was always such a gift because we saw what people could do and not what they couldn't do. But I was very confused as to why not everybody had a sister like Brandy and didn't understand when people would stare at her or or ask questions about her, indicating that she was different. And I think my role here is just trying to pass that on to other people, that people are people, right? Everybody can do things well. Everybody does things poorly. And it's just a spectrum of what you do well and what you don't do as well. And that's just being human. Just being human, something that is oh so simple, but for whatever reason, we we tend to forget or omit in so many times. So I want to thank uh, Cheryl, Tamarin, Adam, super athlete, uh, Sydney, for for allowing me to just join the class and share my perspective as well as we as how we can utilize uh, sports for positive change. And even though that they they are particular in the health field at the School of Dentistry, Deion Sanders said it the best. You look good. You feel good. You play good. And so I think everybody should have an opportunity to go out there, look good, feel good, and play good, regardless of what you are doing, what you want to work on, you know, what your trade is in life. And so, hey, if you want to get something good out of things, I, I, I just implore you, take an action. Just go look at the website and see how you can be involved. SpecialOlympics.org. A big shout-out and thank you to everybody at the University of Maryland, the Baltimore campus. Of course, thank you to Special Olympics. Uh, Thank you personally to myself uh, for Experian, who also believes in inclusion, equality, uh, giving people an equal chance. So whether it is financial health with Experian, whether or not it is uh, just equal health care, inclusive health care, 
whether it's using sports to make life easier for other people, we can all do a little bit, not just for others, but help ourselves in the process. Go ahead and check out SpecialOlympics.org. I look forward next week, University of Rochester. Yes, I'm going to be up in New York hanging out with the students there, and we have so many more stops to make over the next several weeks that will take me all over the country. You can follow me everywhere at JR Sport Brief, including seeing this, uh, just some of the, f- the cool photos that I was able to take with Adam, who is just a, a super athlete. Hey, Shep, man, you, you got some catching up to do. I know you're about to run this marathon in New York City on Sunday, but you, you got some catching up to do, man. I'd be lucky to hang out with Adam any day of the week. The man sounds fascinating, inspiring, and good for him for overcoming 30 brain surgeries. That's incredible. No, he, he is incredible. I, I heard that, and I said, what, what excuse do I have? You know, what excuse do I have? I'm like, damn, I'm a lazy bum here. Adam is Adam is cool. You're not you're, you're anything but lazy. But I mean, Adam just work ethic and his what he's overcome in terms of obstacles in his life and how positive he still sounds. I mean, it really is remarkable to hear you talk with Adam. Man, good for him. Seriously, no, absolutely. We talked about tennis. I told him I quit tennis 20 years ago. He's like, hey, yeah, I just started to try it, and he already won medals in tennis. And then in a couple of months, he'll be skiing, and he's already bike riding. I can't ride two miles without my left knee clicking. I'm like, okay, I'm done. I'm finished. And so, I mean, we talk about sports, and we can talk about the Kyries of the world and, you know, his comments. And, you know, everything doesn't always have to be so divisive. You know, we can, al- we can always look at the platforms that we have and think about how we can bring people together. It's, it's rather simple. This is JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Thank you again, everybody at the University of Maryland, the Baltimore campus. I'll be back with you tomorrow with Shep, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. As I do every single Wednesday night, I'm going to bring you a new top six list. We're about halfway through the NFL season, and so I think it's appropriate. Tomorrow, we're going to give you a top six list. These are the best teams currently in the NFL. Obviously, we'll keep you up to date with the World Series as the Phillies look to take a 3-1 lead. Uh, we'll see what happens in the NBA. Maybe Ime Udoka is officially named the new head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. There's a lot going on. Thank you so much to Shep. Thank you to Special Olympics and Experian. The Media for the Movement Tour continues, and I'll be back with you tomorrow here on CBS Sports Radio. But don't move. Amy Lawrence, she's coming up next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 